Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Vulnerability Hangover podcast. I'm your host, Nikki, and this is Enzo, our emotional support pup. Today, we are going to talk about something that I feel like not a lot of people talk about very much. I don't think it's very well known, but this is a time that I accidentally astral projected and had an ego death at the same time. And before we get started with this episode, we of course are going to read an affirmation from our affirmation slash gratitude deck. I'm going to randomly pull one and that'll be the theme of this episode, hopefully. Let's see, which one do we want? Well, one fell out. Actually, two fell out. I'm going to grab the last one. I show gratitude even in the most challenging situations. Like I said in almost every episode now, this deck is so spot on. Well, like I mentioned, this episode is going to be talking about astral projection and me going through a complete ego death. I want you all to keep an open mind when talking about this topic because I know sometimes these types of things are not very well talked about because a lot of people don't agree with them or they don't believe in this kind of stuff. For some people, it might be kind of woo-woo, but whatever. This podcast is my place to be vulnerable and for you guys to be vulnerable as well, so let's get into it. This situation happened after I had my emergency surgery to remove my infected implants. I was feeling very depressed. I had also gotten out of a relationship and had to move back home to where I grew up and basically just felt like I had to completely figure out who I was. I had to completely let go of all of those attachments of who I was and that was something that I had a really hard time with. I felt like everything I had had been taken away from me and I was completely starting over. At this time, I was not in a good headspace and I was debating on whether or not I wanted to get back on antidepressants or anti-anxiety medications, but I always try to go the more holistic route and try to use tools that I've learned through therapy, like journaling, meditating. I mentioned that kind of stuff in previous episodes, but I would rather go that route than get back on medications that I become dependent on. Like I never want to be dependent on another substance again. So I was really going back and forth with that because I felt like the tools that I had learned through therapy weren't really working. I was seeing a new therapist at the time, but I wasn't seeing the results that I needed. And little did I know, I was like getting ready to go through this whole spiritual awakening because when I was in that relationship, I really shut down that side of me and suppressed it because one, this other person didn't really believe in these types of things in the same way that I did. And I was so codependent and basically made my identity exactly what he wanted me to be. And so I, you know, completely suppressed that part of me that was very spiritual and extremely intuitive. I was really trying to figure out what works best for me to keep me in a good headspace and really figure out who I am at the end of the day because I didn't know who I was. So there were other routes that I was considering into this day. I still am considering. I am very open-minded when it comes to more of like a natural route. So I think that medical marijuana can be super 
super beneficial and I also think that microdosing in moderation is something that can also be super beneficial for you. I've microdosed not for an extended period of time to see the real results but I definitely felt like I had more of a clearer vision when I was microdosing and that was just something that I was considering doing again but going about it in a more organized setting. The way that I see plant-based medicine or not big pharma medicine, I don't really know the right term for it right now, but the way I see it is your brain is almost processing through this like fog. And when you take these types of, some people may call them drugs or this medicine, it almost scrapes off that film in your brain and helps you become more open-minded. Some people may say, oh, it's like opening your third eye. However you see it is totally up to you. But the way I see it is almost like scraping the film off your brain and almost like recharging and rebooting itself, you know, because you're seeing from different perspectives. I was considering microdosing again, like I said. I also was considering doing marijuana again. Like when I was younger, I smoked a lot of weed, but the weed nowadays is nothing like it was back in the day. This stuff is way more stronger. I have to be very careful with how I take THC. I could do joints, and I could do edibles, but that's about it. So the reason I am talking about these drugs or this medicine is because what led me to learn about astral projecting and led me to having an ego death was taking edibles. This was around the time that I had just moved into my apartment with my roommate, and my roommate loves plant medicine. She is all for it. It really helps her, and she handles it completely fine. Like, she doesn't have a Bad reaction. My reaction is mostly it gives me anxiety. It makes me feel like my mind is going a hundred miles an hour and I can't process a thought and I can't really tell is this a fear that I'm having? It just really brings up a lot of stuff for me and I don't know if maybe that's just me processing through trauma or whatnot but i just have a hard time with marijuana so her and i decided you know it's been a while since i have taken an edible maybe my body will react differently and i kind of want to open my mind up more and maybe taking an edible will do something like that and i just kind of wanted to feel something i guess you could say like i wanted to be in a silly goofy mood <laughs> so her and i went to the dispensary and I told the guy, I'm very sensitive to THC, so if we could have something that's mostly CBD, but a little bit of THC, so I have a little bit of a high, I'm good with that. And he pointed me in the direction of these gummies, which now looking back, I'm like, that was way too much THC for me. It was like 98%. And he tried to tell me, oh, it's like 50-50, you're going to be fine. And even if it was 50-50, I can't have that much THC. So I was like, no way. I decided I was only going to take half of it. Her and I took an edible. She took a whole one, I think. And we just kind of went about our day. I'm not sure what type of gummies they were or what the name was but I remember it being like a nighttime one that you take at night which is something that I wanted I wanted to be able to sleep better because I was having a hard time staying asleep throughout the night after my surgery and I just kind of wanted to be calm so like I mentioned I was mostly doing it because I wanted to be in a different headspace I felt like my life was very 
stuck. I decided that, you know, this was the best route for me and maybe I just needed an edible trip or something like that because sometimes you just got to do that. You got to get that little plant medicine push. So after we took the edible, we sat down and started watching this show on Netflix. I can't remember. It was like a game show or something like that. I was teaching kids how to go to the market and they're like really little and they come with a list and they try and find all these products and bring it home to their family and I remember we were sitting there watching it and I just thought it was so hilarious because the kid was wearing these shoes that would squeak and it was cracking me up like I could tell that the edible was starting to hit me and then like edibles do it fucking kicked my ass into orbit and I started sinking into the couch. Like I said, I can't remember what this edible was in specific. Like, I don't know if it was a stativa, an indica, or a hybrid, but it was something that was a concoction of craziness. This story that I'm about to tell you is literally a fever dream, for real. (laughs) So I remember just like sliding into the couch and being like, what the am I watching? This is so weird. My mind was going 100 miles an hour like it does. And then I started spiraling down this thing about people who are exposed to media when they're younger and like I shouldn't be watching this kind of stuff because it's exploiting children and all this kind of things. And I decided to turn the movie off and like go into my bedroom because I was starting to feel that anxious feeling. And usually when I'm feeling super anxious, all I want to do is like climb in my bed and turn into a cuddle ball or I just want like someone to hold me or be under like a heavy blanket. That's just how I feel when I have anxiety. I don't want to be around a bunch of people unless they make me feel safe. And it's not like my roommate didn't make me feel safe. I just didn't want to be a ball of anxiety and get her anxiety so I went into the bedroom and I started snuggling Enzo and he always knows when I'm super anxious he was like okay my human needs me I'm gonna go and cuddle her and I just laid there and I was like what do I do to cope and I hadn't been meditating like I used to but I knew that that was a good way for me to process everything and it might be something that's good for reteaching myself how to meditate all over again because for me personally when I start meditating again when I fall off doing it daily or weekly it feels like I never fully relax into that meditative state so anyways I decided that I was going to put on a guided meditation because those ones are really good when you're first starting out meditating or getting back to your practices. I decided that I wanted to listen to an inner child healing one. Now, what I didn't know is inner child work and shadow work is like the core of healing yourself. That's how it felt for me. So when I put on this guided meditation, I was like, okay, I'm going to try and relax myself as much as I can. I need to focus on my breathing and nothing else. I also forgot to mention I took a muscle relaxer because it was one of my medications for after my surgery and I don't really think you're supposed to take those together and when I was doing research I was of course don't do this and you know the internet tells you all these scary things but anyways I was trying to focus on my breathing and I remember I just like was having such a hard time focusing on my breathing because I was like oh my god what if I'm dying because 
I took this muscle relaxer and I mixed it with THC and, you know, just spiraling and spiraling, but trying to also listen to this guided meditation. As I was listening to this guided meditation, it almost felt like I was in a dream state and I could see myself in this like little pod. It was super weird. It was kind of like the avatar, you know, when they're in those pod thingies or if you've seen Kyle XY it was like I was in one of those pods but the voice of the guided meditation started sounding more and more angelic and it was really weird so this is basically when I astral projected without even trying so as I'm sinking more and more into this meditative state I realize I feel like I'm almost outside of my body. I'm able to look at myself from like another person's point of view, which is obviously like my point of view because it's me. I'm just in this soul state, I guess you could say. That's just the way that I'm picturing it. Like I'm picturing myself as this like blue and purple orb. I'm like a human but not a human state and... I don't know, this sounds really weird, I know, but I don't have feet or anything, but I have arms and hands. It's just weird. So I'm like looking over my body like that. And then as I'm listening to this guided meditation, it's telling me to like think back to when you were a child. What did you look like? And you're in this field and my mind is like thinking all these crazy things. And I start picturing myself in this like big field of flowers. And when I was little, my favorite thing was to go around the neighborhood or go around different parks and stuff and pick flowers and make my own bouquet. My grandma was a florist and so I was always around flowers or I would call them flowies. And I would go and steal flowers from my neighbor's garden and stuff and just pick them and make a bouquet. So I was picturing myself as this little Nikki going around this field and picking these flowers and picking these flowers and picking these flowers and then I kept hearing this voice and I know it was not in the guided meditation because when I went back when I was sober it didn't say this kind of stuff I think it was like my subconscious it was saying let go you need to let go. And I'm like, what do I need to let go of? I'm in this field of flowers. Do I need to let go of these flowers? So I'm like, okay, put the flowers back. Flowers start blooming and growing. And then this little boy appears. I'm like, who's this boy? And before I came into this meditative state, I was thinking about my ex-boyfriend, of course, because we just broke up. And so that was like very much in my brain. And I'm like, I recognize this little boy. Where have I seen this little boy before? It's not my brother. Who is it? And then as this little boy comes closer to me in this field, I'm like, oh, it's him. And I keep hearing this voice, let go. You need to let go. You need to let go. And I'm like, this is so weird. And so I remember reaching out to the little boy and being like, here, hold my hand. Let's go fucking frolic in the flower fields, you know? And I couldn't reach out for him. And he was reaching out for me. And I remember being like, why can't I reach out to them? And this voice kept saying, let go, let go. You need to let go. And then eventually this little boy starts fading away. Almost like, you know, those wish, I don't know if they're flowers. Those ones that you blow on them and the puffs go everywhere and they're like a weed or something. He almost faded away like that. 
and I was like what's going on what do I need to let go of and then I'm started almost developing into older versions of me and shedding all these different things off my body and it's like you need to let go I kept hearing that voice let go let go you need to let go and then I started hearing this is who you are now you're reborn this is who you are now you're reborn you're a star seed and that word star seed was stuck in my brain oh this is who i am i'm a star seed i don't even know what a star seed is i still haven't looked it up but i just remember like i'm letting go of all these attachments of myself i started releasing this almost egotistical attachment i had about my body because my body completely changed i had implants from when i was 18 until literally being 23 24 because i had to get them removed and that was something that i was self-conscious about when i was younger before implants and so i was letting go of the attachments i had with my body i was letting go of the attachments i had of with this relationship i started letting go of attachments from my childhood like stuff that i was holding on to and then i started letting go of all these things and it felt like this huge weight that had been weighing on my chest had been lifted and I could breathe. I felt this weight was taken off of me and I started really detaching myself from my body and my mind and I pictured myself as this little soul in the galaxy. I was just there in that state. I don't know if it was like a dream state I'm calling it astral projection because I literally saw myself outside of my body. I was able to control everything that I could do in the physical world, if that makes sense. Anything that I wanted to fix or whatever, I was able to fix or let go of those attachments. And seeing myself in that state, I was like, wow, this is really who I am. There's like an abundance of things. I'm so much more than what society has said about me what other people have said about me and i just let go of all these labels all these attachments one thing that i'm starting to realize in my life right now is when you grow up you are automatically slapped with a label and then you grow to almost conform to that label or attach to that label because children are very impressionable these are just some of my attachments i'm the oldest child i've always felt like i've been the guinea pig of the family because i'm the first kid really in all my cousins and i don't have a lot of cousins so it was really like the first kid i was always kind of a wild child i like to do things my way and i would kind of dance to the beat of my own drum and i've always kind of been the person that says they wear their heart on their sleeve but it's so guarded that I really have a hard time getting super close to people because I've been hurt so much. And so I've always kind of felt like I've been an experiment for not only my parents, but also for people that I've been in a relationship with. That was a huge attachment that I had, especially coming out of that relationship. I always felt I was so easily replaced because of this attachment that I had as a kid. Oh, I'm so easily replaced with two other siblings. And after going through that experience, I know that that's not true. Going back to me being in that soul state, I was able to 
really rewire my way of thinking about everything. That's one thing that I really like about psychedelics. And I'm not saying weed is a psychedelic. I don't know if it's necessarily classified as a psychedelic. I'm not very educated on that. But one thing I love about them is like it opens this part of your brain to a different way of thinking. And I like thinking outside of the box. So this episode might be very different for a lot of people, but I hope it opens your mind up to these different things. And I wish I did a little bit more research on this form of meditation before I got into the state, but now that I know how to astral project, I can do it almost every time I meditate if I really want to. But I also feel like you can only astral project when your body wants to. Otherwise, you're kind of seeing things from a almost dreamlike perspective. One of my other attachments, I'm a Pisces, so I'm always dreaming about things and my head's in the clouds. I'm a huge daydreamer. So meditating comes easy for me, but I think going through that experience, I was able to come out of it and completely shed that last part of myself to create this whole new person. It's almost like I was reborn. So I'm this like fresh, moldable, squishy baby. And it really made me realize at the end of the day, we are just big kids. We're big children. We're put on this planet to learn, make mistakes, and most importantly, love people and make the most of it. So coming out of that meditation, I was still high. But I came back with this whole new perspective on my life and that really catapulted me into my spiritual journey and inspired me to get back into who I was before that relationship. When I went through that sort of ego death, I learned that the only thing that you can really attach to, if anything, is yourself. After that whole night of me being on that edible, going through that meditative state and going through my ego death, I guess you could say, I became a softer person and I saw the world from a different point of view. Like I said, we're big kids. I can't blame myself for the mistakes that I've done When I was younger, I'm realizing I'm just learning from each experience that I go through. And I also have to treat other people around me like they are also going through this experiment we call life, if that makes sense. I don't think there's anyone in this world that knows the cheat code to life. I think there's definitely people who are very spiritual where they have a good idea of what it could be, but we all see the world or whatever we see from our own point of view, which can come from our own attachments. Now that I've gotten back into my spiritual journey, I have really noticed a huge change in my mindset and in the way that I do things nowadays. I don't do things that don't fulfill me, period. If it doesn't feel like a hell yes, it's a no. And whenever I'm feeling like I'm having a super hard day, I try to take a break and get back into that meditative state, really figure out where exactly this issue inside me is coming from and if I'm not able to do that I'll take a nap because whenever I take a nap 
it completely resets my mindset. It feels like I'm starting over, you know, got to reboot. I think learning how to astral project has helped me a lot with like healing myself. I don't do it often because I just don't think my body always wants to get in that state. But the last time that I did it was a couple weeks ago and I wasn't really trying. I was trying to go to sleep, but I ended up going into this state again and I saw myself looking over myself and I was that soul looking orb. The best way that I can describe my body outside of my body is like the movie Soul. I kind of looked like that. I knew it was me. I didn't have a face or anything. I just had the colors and I was glowing and I had hands, but I didn't have feet. So I look like almost a ghost soul. I don't know. <laughs> it sounds so stupid, but I did it again. And this time I was able to go over and see the people that I have in my life and visit them. Like obviously I would ask them for consent first before going and visiting them. So I went and visited a couple people and I'm not going to talk about those kinds of things because those people aren't here, but I did go and visit them and it helped me understand them better. And I was able to see people for who they were, like completely mask off. And when you're in that state, I feel like that's who you really are. You don't have this wallet. You are completely honest with whatever entity, deity, whatever comes into your plane. It's gonna sound crazy, but like people who know about that kind of stuff, you'll know what I'm talking about. When I was like visiting these people, I saw them for the raw person that they were. And there were some people that invited me over to see them. And I was like, no, I can't visit you because I don't want to come back with one of those attachments attached to me. You know, there was a lot of people that I hovered over and I took care of them and I wished them healing and wished them white light. I almost prayed over them, but I don't like that word pray. I feel like I have a weird, it makes me feel weird saying that, but I saw people for who they really were and it made me come out of that state of mind and understand these people in my life a lot better. And also made me understand like what people do I really want to have in my life? One thing that I'm learning, the attachment that I had before, like, oh, I'm just this experiment for people and I'm just this guinea pig for my parents. I realized I am in abundance of things so the way i see it is i'm this garden where people can come and go pick up what they need to and take it with them because i'm always growing these things and i want to make my space an easy place for people to come and go and allow people to come and go never try and control because at the end of the day i can only control myself being able to reset and let go of those negative attachments that I had from whether it be childhood or past relationship, I was able to see myself from a different perspective and have more of an abundance mindset. In conclusion, I don't necessarily want to recommend people try that on their own. I think you should do research before you do that, but I wasn't trying to go into astral projecting. In fact, I didn't no, I was astral projecting until I came out of that meditative state and did research on it and I was like, oh my god, this is literally what happened to me. It was 
a very eye-opening experience and i hope everyone can experience that kind of thing in their lifetime there's so much to learn and i think that spirituality is an abundance of things and i think everyone has their own spiritual journey and there's no right or wrong way unless you're harming people of course but your journey is never going to be the same as someone else's it could have things that are relatable or things that are similar, it's completely different from person to person. And I hope that when people do go through this kind of spiritual journey, they become more open-minded to a lot more things. So that's one thing that I'm trying to learn is come into different situations and conversations with more of an open mind. And I hope I am making this platform a place where people can share their opinions, but also keeping it a safe space. Anyways, I want to know what you guys think of astral projecting and have you guys ever done it before or what your favorite meditations are. Leave them in the comments. I definitely want to be hearing more from you guys. I've gotten a lot of good feedback with my previous episodes, so I'm going to keep rolling these out. Be sure to stay tuned for my next episode. It's a pretty heavy one, I will warn you now. But I think it's a topic that needs to be talked about a lot more. I'm not going to give any more hints to what it is. You'll have to go listen to it the following Friday because all these episodes are bi-weekly. Be sure to like, rate, review, subscribe, comment, share with your friends and family. And I will see you guys in the next episode. Okay, love you. Bye!